Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all of my baggage droppers around the world, welcome to another episode of the Drop Your Baggage Podcast, where we talk to people that are dope, that can bring you hope, and show you a technique that can help you cope. I am your host, the self-talk engineer, Charles Wolfork. And if you like this, or would you please give me a favor? And if you're on Facebook or YouTube, please consider hitting the like and subscribe button. And if you're on a podcast platform, give a brother five stars and some feedback as well. Now, today we have on a brilliant young man, yo. Like this guy's been like inspiring the crap out of me and like really motivated me to get my stuff together when it comes to marketing. And that is Darius Benders. Now, Darius is from Boston, Massachusetts. He is in the entrepreneur, been in the entrepreneurial space for about six years. He played football from the age of seven on up and he graduated, but felt a little lost after he graduated. So he met a head promoter of a nightclub, became a promoter himself himself and now he's transitioned helping people promote themselves through social media marketing he is a social media strategist and helps people generate more leads and increase brand awareness on instagram and he just launched his next level boot camp to help others ladies and gentlemen i bring to you darius benders (laughs) no much i appreciate you having me on um this podcast is super dope platform i appreciate you reaching out yeah i'm just excited you know tell a bit about the story get into what we had touched based on a hundred percent go ahead man like i think your your story is absolutely fascinating please go ahead and tell the people uh more about you yeah absolutely um so like you did say i have been in the entrepreneurial space for about six years now i started off when i came home from college you know like most people uh wondering what's next right most of us think we just go get a job and you know from there everything's smooth sailing um but for me it was it was different i had came home i had tried a bunch of different jobs that I wasn't really into. And I realized early on, I wasn't a person, just the way I was built, I wasn't built to sit at a uh, desk, you know, like a nine to five type thing. So it wasn't me, but I have tried everything. I'm talking door to door sales, you know, personal training. I had tried a bunch of a uh, bunch of things, but um, really the first thing I got into that I actually liked was uh, I went out one night with a friend of mine and um, she was in the nightlife industry. And I had asked her like, you know, what it was like, how she got into it. And then she had just told me, hey, she started promoting. So she introduced me to the person who was running the night and you know i spoke to that person briefly that night met the next day talks and then i got into the nightlife industry starting off you know like all things you start from the bottom you know earning your keep you know building your brand or whatever it may be so i started off i'm out four to five six nights a week trying to recruit people and it's cool but it's, it's taking a toll on me, right? So now mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm I'm going to bed late, which means I'm waking up late. And it's just not conducive to the lifestyle that I was, you know, desiring to go with, to, right, mm-hmm. to have. So then I got into like some online marketing. I had, um, you know, taken like a digital marketing course and I met another mentor who was into that. So then I learned how to really leverage the internet to build my nightlife brand and to um, be able to sell out nights. So fast forward a year later, I um, actually started running my own nights. So at this point, you know, we were doing our thing. I was around 24. I had two nights in the city. I mean, it was it was a great feeling. It was good. Then, you know, pandemic obviously came for all of us. So it was a shift in terms of events. Those weren't happening. So I really had to figure how I could uh, take my skills and see how they'd be transferable, what I could do to make money, right? Maybe a side hustle or whatever it may be. But I ended up helping people out, build their brands. Because people were reaching out always like, hey, I see, you know, you're doing this. Can you help me? with this with that so what i learned after was when people are asking questions that means there's money to be made right if you're getting the same questions right so that's a gem out there for anybody if a lot of people are asking you something that means you have the ability to monetize it but yeah so i started working with people for free just you know to help friends and family out but then i started seeing like 
you know, people are getting some good results. People are having like thousand dollar product launches. People are, gr are really growing and they're making money doing it. So it was pandemic. I needed some some money. So I just decided to make an offer and see what I could do. And that's kind of how I got to this point now being a social media strategist. You know, what I do is I help people how they can come up with content strategies and how they can grow their audience so that they can attract their ideal clients to build their brand because we're all in it to make money. At the end of the day, we have passions and we love what we do, which is why we do what we do. But we do need money to live. So you know, that is a factor in our business model. So that's a little bit about me and yeah, how I got to this point. Amazing. Amazing. All right. So I got some questions for you. What was your major? My major in communications with a minor in psychology. Dude, that's like perfect for marketing. I know, right? It's, it's, it's so crazy because in college, it was like, I don't know if I should say this, but the reason I, I switched to communications is because I played football and it was just a lot. Like, I was never like the greatest student. So, like, I just wanted like the easiest, <laughs> the easiest degree so I could pass because yeah. you have, have a certain grade point average. But mm -hmm. communications was great. And I think, like, in life, like, no matter what field you're in, communications is key. And, and mm -hmm. even psychology, like, dealing with people from different walks of life, like, you know, learning why people's behaviors are the way they are. So it was definitely transferable. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I have my uh, minor in mass communication. I went to school to be, uh, be an educator, but nice. man, man, like, what do you see are some of the things that you learned from college that you use in your business today? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first and foremost would just be, I mean, we just say communication, but like the way you talk to people, like, People don't realize just knowing how to communicate with people can make you a lot of money in itself, right? Because if someone gets a certain feel for you, like that you're a certain, certain type of person, you're relatable. We're talking about in business, like anytime you're attracting clients, it's about building no like trust, right? So that like factor, you know, if we have a conversation and, and we realize, okay, this person's someone that, you know, they seem a certain way, whether it's like inspirational, motivational, or they just seem like someone I'd want to build with or whatever it may be. That's something that's very important in business. So mm -hmm. I would say communication has definitely been major. And in psychology as well, like we talked about, like behaviors, learning why maybe certain people are in positions they're in, how they can improve. If someone has like self-doubt when it comes to business, that's going to be super important. So we have to build up your confidence. So just knowing how to go about that is super transferable as well. So I would say those two skills definitely beneficial. Beautiful. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, what did you learn from the promoter, that head promoter that you met back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely learned like that grind, that grind mentality, mm -hmm. which is cool because coming from sports, I kind of had that. I mm -hmm. already had that. But just seeing it transfer into like business, that was like the first time I had seen it. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of like sports. You got to put in more work than everyone else if you want the results that people aren't getting. So that's what I had learned. And then certain strategies, obviously him being a vet, he had showed me some, some things like this is how you build a team. This is how, you know, you do payouts. This is how you make sure that you can get people to come four times a month. You got to get X amount of people on your list so that you can get people to come out consistently. So yo, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't just skim over that. Like that's not a gym. That's a yeah, gym yeah. right there. So you're talking about being a leader. Absolutely. Right? So what were some of the main principles, some of the main things that he taught you to become a better leader within that industry? It comes from your confidence, right? Because when I first got in, I was the youngest guy. And, and when you're young, telling people who are older than you, you know, things to do, it's just part of business. But in, if you don't have that natural leadership or that confidence, people aren't going to believe 
believe it. Like people can feel it when you're not confident, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about like a true confidence, not just like, oh, I'm saying I'm confident. I'm just, no, but like a, a true confidence. And that comes from preparation and then competence, right? Understanding how things work. So that was real big in terms of leadership, learning to be authoritative, but not arrogant, right? So like having that balance so mm -hmm. that, again, we talk about no like trust. That was something that was very big. And I think when you do that and you lead by example, most importantly, mm -hmm. then people will follow, right? Because when people see your grind in anything they're doing, like you have a team, if they see you grinding, they're more likely to grind versus if you're kind of being lackadaisical, maybe you're, you know, haphazard, then the effort is going to be reciprocated. So that was definitely something that, that came from that. That was real helpful. Mm -hmm. So you used your skills of communication and rapport to help motivate your team due to you probably being a natural leader as a football player and being the type of leader on the football field that show people, yep. you know, how to do like led by example instead of the rah rah type. Absolutely. I love it. I love Come it. I can it. just, I guess, of course, I mean, like I was the same type of dude, wow. yep. but of course, like I'm goofy though, too. So like that rah-rah type of stuff, Gilly got me going. That's why E.T. the hip hop preacher really resonated with me in such a, a great no. way. He's essential. E.T. is the man right there. Five days a week, I got, I got to get at least some, you know, 15, 20 minutes to Eric Thomas. So that's Yo. a big one right there. Yo, you think you're doing good until you hear some E.T. and like, oh, no, you're I like, do I ain't better. Doing <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Shout out to E.T. Okay, so you mentioned having a mentor twice. What's the importance of having a mentor? Absolutely. Uh, having a mentor is, is, is everything. Like, I tell people all the time, like... And I think people sometimes maybe misunderstand what a mentor is. A mentor is basically, it's just someone who has been where you're looking to be, right? Mm -hmm. So when we talk about like getting things done efficiently, right? So we can all, we can Google, we can YouTube our way to like a result, but what is the time it's going to take you? So when you have a mentor, what you're doing is you're like having, it's like having a, a fast lane pass, right? You get to, to skip the shortcuts. You get to skip a lot of the mistakes that they've made. So I think it's super important in anything you're doing, whether it's business, talk about sport in sports right you play football you had a coach your whole life right because the coach is supposed to make your trial period or your journey easier you know what i'm saying so i think mentorship is super essential how much do you think that you have made because of you having these mentors over time oh a lot of money like i'm talking about and it's a humility thing right because a lot of times like we think like oh a, a mentor like i don't need that and you know i was like that at first in terms of like like the mentor I had in my first business was like, okay, you can work for me. You can make, you know, X amount of dollars, which wasn't a lot, but you're going to learn from me. So I always had the mindset where it's okay, if I can learn the information, then I'm going to be gold. So for nine months, you know, money wasn't what I wanted it to be, but mm -hmm. with the information I was, I, I had learned, I was able to go on and make you know, a, a lot of revenue just based off the information that I learned because I wasn't too arrogant to say, okay, I'll sit down and, and take maybe not as much money for these first nine months. So, man, a, a good leader is also a good follower as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you said that you ended up scaling up in, uh, in order to run your own nights as a promoter. So how was that process? Like, of course, everything has a process. You got to trust the process. Like, yeah. kind of tell me about your your personal development journey and your emotional, spiritual. Like, tell me, tell us about that journey with you, like going from level one to then becoming more of a boss. Yeah, absolutely. The journey, it was great. We talked about like that humility and having to really um, stay down during those times where you're not getting the desired money or, you know, what you think you deserve. But long term, it was great because what it allowed me to do was scale up very fast in terms of going from 
you know, working for someone not making what you think you deserve, but being able to go right into running not only one whole night, but your own whole night, because most people, they won't make that initial sacrifice in, mm. oh, I'm going to take a, a way less money because instant gratification sort of takes over, right? Which is sometimes we're in survival mode. We're in, well, I need to pay bills. I need to do this. But understanding that, like, if you can get through that time, you're going to be gold. So um, that transition that next year was amazing. That next year and a half, you know, we, we had, uh, we did really well. We did really well, I'll say. It, it was just great. It, w- it was full of a lot of life lessons in terms of you talked about having, like, emotional intelligence because what I learned in that first, like, three months was, you can be on a high, right? Where everything is going great. And when you're young and you're on the high, like you might feel like, man, I'm I'm the man right now. Like everything's sweet. But just as you can take those wins, those losses come. And when they come, they can come like an avalanche, like, Mm. right? They can just all come at once. So I learned a lot of life lessons in that first year doing my own thing, you know, about highs and lows and and how to adjust. And uh, when you're young and like coming from never had a lot of money, you don't really know what to do with that money at first, right? You're financially maybe irresponsible. Like mm-hmm. you're getting money, but you're like, oh, we're like, okay, I could go out three, four nights a week now. I could take so-and-so to that restaurant she like, or I can do whatever it is. But what happens is, you know, life is an everlasting cycle, right? So, you know, when pandemic came, things aren't moving how they was. So you have to adapt and you have to adjust and all that revenue you had made if you didn't do what you needed to do with it, right? And I was saving, like I wasn't an idiot. I wasn't just throwing it all away, but mm-hmm. you could have done more with it. But being able to pivot was an adjustment, especially at first, those first three months. I'm like, what am I going to do? I, I haven't did anything else, but it was cool. I'm the type of person coming from a sports uh, background similar to you that we kind of understand like tough times come in life, right? So you're going to have to pivot. So just really switching into the land I'm in now, it was cool. That's when I, again, found another mentor. And um, I'm a person who, before I go into anything, I like to learn it because I understand like it's going to cost you a lot not to have that direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, mm-hmm, 100%. Like, uh, yeah. the, and it's it's not about as far as charging the people, it's about the missed opportunities and the mistakes that you make. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're, you're charging for the mistakes that you've made so they can eliminate those, right? People think often think times like, what are you charging for? I'm eliminating all the mistakes you're going to make. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a great point you made. Yo, yo. So like, you get into social media, bruh, and then all of a sudden things take off for you and you start to uh, produce results for others. So what are some of the so what are some of the like the main principles, like not giving us all the sauce, of course, that you yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. everybody can give get over at the next level boot camp. But uh, what are some of the main maybe principles, guidelines that you'd like to give people, especially like through your content? Yep. Yeah. First off, I mean, the first thing is like everyone wants to, you know, build these these brands and um, businesses. The first thing is like before you even get into the specifics of that is like auditing your environment. Right. Like mm-hmm. we talk about like, you know, as soon as me and you spoke, like I knew, oh, this this guy, he's on to good things. Like I would definitely love to you know build with him. As soon as you mentioned the podcast. You know, I didn't hesitate because I already could tell versus our initial conversation, you know, the type of time you were. So, like, you know, finding like others who are they don't have to be in the same industry as you, but they have to be like minded in terms of like wanting progression, wanting to get to that next level. So when you're going into business, like, as we know, it can get lonely out there if you don't have a platform or a group that you can get into with as others, because that inspiration is things we need. Right. Motivation. Like when we listen to E.T., that's cool. That's going to start you off. Right. But there's going to be days where you don't have good days and you got to figure out what, what what's going to you know get you through. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we talk about consistency. 
inconsistencies across the board. But, you know, for the sake of what you asked me for, just like in terms of content, right, putting out content for your brand, consistency is major key because like if they don't know you, they can't flow you. Like how can mm -hmm. they buy from you if they don't even know that you have products and services? Mm -hmm. And when we think of big brands, they're putting like thousands and millions of dollars in advertising. So what makes you think that you can just post once a week and it be enough? You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It just doesn't make sense. So we talk about consistency a lot because that is a major key. Then we get into like strategy, like like who is your who is your ideal audience, right? Who is your ideal customer, the avatar? What do they look like? What is their revenue? Um, you know, what are they looking to accomplish, right? So we break that down. And then um, how can we convey our message, right? How can we talk to their pain points, the transformation, where they're currently at to where they desire to be? Mm -hmm. And then once we do that, then it's about generating leads right it's about now we leverage something called shout out pages or influencer marketing where we use bigger platforms to funnel people into our well our instagram but our world we'll call it so mm. that now we take them from someone else's and they're into what we have and now we can generate leads on autopilot and now we can sell more products and more services or you know more traffic boom so it sounded like networking on two accounts to where you're networking with like-minded people that are also in uh into entrepreneurship and bettering themselves also networking with people that may have a platform that is more influential than yours like people that have more engagement and not just it's not just about followers but it's about engagement with the Absolutely. followers as well you yeah. know what i mean because if you got a million followers but only two two three people comment on your page it doesn't matter exactly or two people like like that's why i tell people the follower account is cool it's, it's it's a good vanity metric, but it's about like, I'd rather you have a thousand followers who are, in, or who are into what you have going on because mm -hmm. that's how we're going to get conversions. That's mm -hmm. how we're going to get consistent sales and mm -hmm. build that community. Once you have a community, that's when you're able to really scale up in your business. So that's a great point. Yo, yo. And then uh, consistency. Consistency is that one thing. You know what? I'm going to be very honest with you guys on the Drop Your Baggage podcast. I, I am not always the most consistent because I don't, I, I'm not, I don't like social media like that. Yeah, no, it's yeah, not yeah. even tough. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, to put your thoughts out there is great, but like social media, it, it seems to, it'll, it'll capture me and it capture a bit of my time that I feel like is so precious. Valuable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, uh, I don't like to get on the social media because I don't like to get captured into Caught up, caught up in it, right? Yeah. Well, like, I'll give you a quick gem since we're here. I'll give you a quick gem. So something quick that you and anyone can do who doesn't like being on social media throughout the week. Mm -hmm. What you do is, right, you take your Sunday or you take, you know, an off day where you have downtime. What you do is you create all your content on that day. Mm -hmm. Then we do something called a auto poster. So you can use something called Buffer or Facebook Creator Studio. These are platforms where you can go and set your content for the week or even all the way up to three to six months if you want. You can set it by the day, the time. So once you set that in there, you put your captions, you don't have to even go back on. It's going to post for you. So that's a quick hack for you and, and anyone else who don't want to spend too much time uh, on it on this yeah i got you i got yeah. you <laughs> i really got appreciate you. that man got you. yo yep. hey man like the creator's so good man the creator's so got good I was like, like, like i'm not like i'm not on the gram all day like i'm not yeah i, I don't even want to be on the gram half the time but on my weekend like a sunday i usually 
make them all, um, and then I'll set them all for the week. Only thing is, it doesn't allow you to put the reels up. So the reels, what you do is you save them in your drafts, and then whenever you're ready to post them, you can just hit the post button. And you go. Oh, you're a beast. Gotcha. <laughs> a beast. Also, though, people people also talk about how important engagement is. So replying to the comments. So is it important to reply right away, or can you like take a bit of time off and then reply later? Well, the sooner you do reply. It, it is more ideal because what it does is the way Instagram algorithms working is what they measure as engagement is like, okay, people sharing your, um, people sharing your posts, mm-hmm. people saving your posts and then people commenting. So when you're commenting, replying to the comments, what's happened is, is looking like to Instagram, there's more of a conversation going. So mm-hmm. now they're pushing it out. Also mm-hmm. from a personal standpoint, when you go and you reply to those comments, it gives you a personal touch, which we talked about that no like and trust. So now a person feels like, oh, wow, this person actually took the time to respond to me. Okay. I need to turn the notifications on because I'm coming back. Right. So now yeah. you understand. So, yeah. Very, very cool. Very yeah. cool. Last thing before we get into me serving you, how did it feel to get those first results, man? Like, you know, like. <laughs> it's a good feeling it, and it keeps you going. Like even, I don't care what it is. It could be a $10 product. Like the first time I sold a $10 product, like it felt good. First time I sold a $50 product, it feels good. First time you sell a $100 product, it feels good. Now we can sell a $1,000 uh, mentorship program. It feels good. Mm-hmm. So what it is, is like you said, it's just that confidence because often Oftentimes, like we're thinking about quitting right before the the breakthrough, we're taking a break. Yeah. That's why I tell people, like, just show up. I mean, that's like seventy percent of the battle, just mm-hmm. showing up, right? Because you mm-hmm. never know when your your breakthrough is gonna come, or that first sale, or whatever it is. It definitely feels good and is rewarding. Man, you are the man, dog. Like, like you're the man. You're the, man. Right the gyms, the gyms, yes. like the just the, the entrepreneurial foundation that you help people provide on social media and their marketing is so important. Like just being able Absolutely. to get out there in front of people and and uh, showing the value that you have, and then also them and helping other people impact their lives, Absolutely. so they can be able to be a blessing too, man. Like that's, that's the best feeling of it. Yeah, like seeing people like. Like that can then like word like I can make money now like you know mm-hmm. I feel good my business will grow that's really what it's all about you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. So. 100% oh man thank you so much Brad so on the drop your baggage podcast we talk to people that are dope that can bring you hope and show you a technique that can help you cope now the technique that we're going to be using is a technique called mental and emotional release uh, it's a neurolinguistic programming technique so I'm going to talk to the audience real quick so with all of you all please 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 if you uh, want to experience this amazing technique please don't try it at home yourself get in touch with a practitioner of neurolinguistic programming or go ahead and reach out to me at charleswolfwork.com uh, there's a form on the front and you can go ahead and schedule an appointment to meet up with me and uh for you darius i want to let you know that i am not a psychologist or a therapist or a social worker or a counselor i am an alternative to all those amazing things to help you feel outstanding and today we are going to be releasing hurt and disappointment. We, we went over the bullet points of why it would be quite beneficial for you to release this. Would you go ahead and elaborate why we're releasing hurt and disappointment today? Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So we had, we had touched based around like, you know, starting stemming from like even sports into the initial business. Um. Like sometimes, you know, trust, trust can be broken, trust has been broken to where 
me being specifically a type of person that likes to give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, something I had to learn was in business or even in sports that everyone's not always as trustworthy as we want to give them credit for. So, Mm -hmm. you know, going through, you know, times in sports where I felt like, man, I was disappointed. And then even into the business world and having to learn from those, it was a tough adjustment and, and it's getting to a place now where it's getting better, but there are some things that, you know, still, um, do weigh on me mentally and, mm-hmm. you know, it sort of dictates the way I do business or, or do things with people now. And yeah, that, that's what we went over. And I just want to make sure that if it's something that I can get out of my system and help me get to the next level, then I wanted to make sure that we could uh, tap into that. Bruh, it's not an if, it's a win. When, you're on the yeah, Trap Your nice. Backers podcast now. It's Let's get it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, so if you don't mind, specifically, how is it kind of dictating some of the things that you're doing within your business, feeling that negative emotion in your subconscious? Yeah, yeah. So like getting burnt in business on like business deals, you know, now when I do business deals with people, I feel like I'm coming into it with a um, a mindset of um, hesitancy in terms of like trusting people. So like even the way I'm talking to people um, when doing deals, I'm sort of always, uh, I'm like overly making sure that things are a specific way or, you know, I'm like triple checking over things, just not showing up as someone who trusts people. And that's Mm. something that, you know, I would like to eliminate and get back to where I was, where I was like, yeah, let's, you know, let's, let's do it. You know, things like that. Do you feel that that you've ever messed, uh, missed out on the opportunity because of the way that you're showing up? Yeah, I feel like, yep, I feel like absolutely. I feel like I've missed out on um, a few opportunities just by, not that there's anything wrong with asking too many questions, No, but because I lack that trust, I'm like over asking. And I think absolutely I've missed out on opportunities because of that. Yeah. In your opinion, if you could have put a number on it, how much do you think that you that it may have cost you because you missed out on those opportunities? If the, a, a number sign, maybe 50,000, maybe like 50,000. Some good money. Yeah, some good money. <laughs> sorry, I don't Absolutely. mean to, I was like, oh, shit, let, let's, get, let's get rid of that. Then. Yeah, get rid of that like now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't like be right now. Bands, dog. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, then let's get rid of that. So uh, with that, all you have to do to have a profound experience is to number one, use your imagination. Number two, follow directions, just like you follow a good recipe or Google Maps. Okay. And number three is to trust the process. Know that I'm your guide and I'll be leading you through this easily and effortlessly. And I come from a place of love and high vibration. Okay. And also, um, it's very important to make sure that you feel empathy and compassion for everyone and that you notice and really dig into the different perspectives of people throughout your life and make sure that you communicate with those people as well. And I'll be guiding you through that as well. Okay. All right, cool. We're going to go ahead and create your timeline. With your timeline, your past can be to your left, to your right, or behind you. If you were to know, where's your past? Behind me. Where's your future? Ahead of me. Very good. I'm just very linear, just like mine. Uh, I know if it was a trick question, my bad. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, if you think like something is weird, just roll with it. Just, I got you, by I got all you. means, from this yeah. point on, if something yeah. feels weird, just roll with it. Cool. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, is it all right with your unconscious mind for you to release this hurt and disappointment today and for you to be aware of it consciously? Absolutely. What is the root cause of this problem? The first event, which when disconnected, that will cause this problem to disappear. If you were to know, when was the first time that you felt hurt or disappointed between the ages of birth and seven? How old were you? Of birth and seven? Yeah. 
I'll be honest, I don't remember that far back. Oh, yeah. Not yet. You don't remember yet? Yeah, not yet. <laughs> so uh, where did you go to kindergarten? I went to kindergarten and to Old Post. Yeah, yep. Old I remember. Post- I, I remember. Old Post Road Elementary? Yep, elementary school. Yes. And uh, do you know, do you remember the, the place that you lived in? I lived where I lived in Dorchester. Yeah. OK. And now, do you ever remember feeling hurt or disappointed at that school or at that house in that neighborhood? And seven, I remember playing like Pop Warner football. I was like a real like heavy set kid. So mm-hmm. I couldn't play the positions I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. And that hurt. So, yeah, that's something that did hurt. Disappointed. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right. Great. Great. Now, when you think of uh, the times that you've been hurt or disappointed, let's go ahead and connect the the mind body connection. Think about the times that you've been hurt and disappointed over your life and tell me where you like feel it in your body. Like physically in my body, like my head or heart, head and heart, heart. head and heart. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. All right. So just making sure that you are aware of those feelings when as we were doing the, the meditation. Okay. Cool. All right. So with this, all you got to do is close your eyes and relax and let me know when you're ready for the process. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay. Now just keep your eyes closed until I ask you to later on. But right now, just imagine floating outside of your body as if though you were a spirit or energy. And just imagine floating above yourself right here, right now, seeing yourself like a fly on the wall. See the dry erase board to your left, the couch to your right, the door directly behind you, the screen in front of you black shirt and braids let me know when you can see yourself from a third person point of view i can awesome now just imagine floating up above your timeline and float behind you to the past float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above that first event in which you felt disappointed when you're just a little kid not playing the position that you wanted to and float above and hover above that little kid seeing them from a third person point of view like a fly on the wall let me know when you're there i'm there now just ask your unconscious mind what it needs to learn from the event the learning of which will allow you to let go of the emotions easily and effortlessly your unconscious mind can preserve the learnings so that if you need them in the future they'll be there just tell your unconscious mind to preserve the learnings this is an exercise of forgiveness and acceptance forgiveness for yourself and others and acceptance of yourself and others who do you have to forgive What do you have to accept? Who do you have to accept? Make sure that you see from the perspective of the coaches and everyone else in that event. As you focus your attention upon how hurt people hurt people, we're all doing the best that we can with the resources and consciousness that we have. We can't control anyone else's actions, but we can control our response. We can grow stronger and wiser and learn from other people's actions and mistakes. Other people's actions have nothing to do with you. It's only a reflection of their baggage and whatever they're going through at the time and the circumstances at the time. And we're better people than we were when those events occurred. You're a better person than you were when those events occurred. What is something positive and empowering? You can tell that little boy and everyone else involved in the event. But the consciousness that you have today that will allow the emotions to evaporate like water on the concrete on a hot summer day. And as you preserve these learnings, the emotions are starting to dissipate more and more until they're all gone. Just let me know when they're all gone. They're all gone. Awesome. Now, with your eyes closed and you observing the event, tell me. What did you learn from the event? That through consistency and getting rid of that hurt, you can move forward and be better. That's right. What did you have to say to the coach? That I forgive you, that it's not you, it's it's me and it's something that I could do better so that I could eliminate that hurt. It's on me. Yeah, yeah. What did you have to say to yourself as a little kid? That your future self should know that, you know, through consistency and through hard work, 
um, that you'll take accountability and realize that the disappointment you might have in others could be something you could have fixed within you. Mm, I see. Very good. Very good. Awesome. Now, with the coach, see from his perspective, what was he doing when he put you in that position that you didn't necessarily want to be in? Um, honestly, he was just doing his job, doing what I think he thought his job was to do, put a team in the best position to win. Did you ever communicate your feelings to him? N- not vocally. Nope. nope. Would have, do you think he would have explained to you how you, what he was going through? He probably would have. Absolutely. Yeah. It's proper communication. Awesome. Now, just imagine floating up above your timeline and float behind you and float deeper and deeper and deeper into the past above the dinosaurs during the prehistoric age. Let me know when you're above the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now, as you're above the dinosaurs, just imagine floating deeper and deeper and deeper into space to where space in the atmosphere connects. And imagine your timeline is the size of a fingernail. Let me know when you're there. I'm there. All right. Now just imagine floating there in space, weightless, and ask yourself now, where are the emotions? Tell me, are they there or have they disappeared? Now. Disappeared. Awesome. Now just imagine floating down inside the events, sink to your own eyes as a little boy and check on the emotions. Tell me, are they there or have they disappeared? Now. Disappeared. Awesome. Float back above the dinosaurs and then float into space to where space in the atmosphere connects. Let me know when you're there. I'm there. All right. Listen closely. Flow very, very high above your timeline, above each and every event in which you felt hurt and disappointed from birth until now in chronological order. Don't skip one event that has a charge on it. Preserve the learnings and let go of all the hurt and disappointment all the way back to now. Focus your attention upon how important communication is. Tell myself that it's going to be all right. Just stay consistent, be accountable. You're in control. That's right. As you preserve these learnings, the emotions are starting to dissipate more and more until they're all gone. Just let me know when they're all gone. They're all gone. All right. You can go ahead and float down into your body and open your eyes when you're ready. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Yo, I feel like a new person. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. How you do that? <laughs> you have to teach me that. Yeah. That felt, that felt, that felt great. I feel good. I feel like, like, a, like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. All right. Let's let's test it first and then let's get into it. Mm-hmm. So do you smell um do you smell chicken? No. All right. All right. I, I asked that to get your mind off the meditation. Oh, okay. <laughs> can you remember a time in the past in which you used to feel that old emotion and go back and notice if you can feel it or you may find that you cannot? Nope. Awesome. I want you to go out into the future to an unspecified time in the future to which if it would have happened in the past, you would have felt inappropriate, hurt, or disappointment. But it's the future now. So see if you can find that old emotion, or you may find that you cannot. Nope. Congratulations. You just released hurt and disappointment. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So So tell me how you feel about like what happened in in the past with your with the nightlife. I feel like it's in the past. Like we learn Mm -hmm. from it, um, move forward. We communicate better, most importantly. Yeah. We just grow from there. Yeah. Did you see from those people's point of views from back then? Absolutely. Communication. Communication. Yeah, like they're up. Mm, big time. So would that help you have forgiveness for them or acceptance of what happened or what happened? Yeah, absolutely. I think knowing that, you know, part of it is my fault, not communicating, then I have uh, really no choice but to uh, empathize with that or, you know, forgive them for, for anything. It's, it's based on my skewed perspective because I didn't communicate. Mm. So you took a personal responsibility and therefore you were able to say like, oh, well, they can't, it's not necessarily on them 100 percent. I, I got to take responsibility for what I, I, I needed to do. Exactly. Wow. Wow. So with that personal responsibility, was it easier for, for you to take on because of the person that you are? 
Absolutely. I think it is it's definitely easier. The person I am now, I and mean, looking back, once you said the communication thing, it, it made a lot of sense kind of uh, instantaneously. So, so yeah, knowing that I'm, I'm don't hold anything against those people or whatever the hurt came from. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about your coaches now uh, for the things that may have happened or that the things that, that happened for you in college? I hold, I hold no grudges. Uh, I feel like, again, it could have been, you know, I could have communicated better or more efficiently. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So tell us about that, that uh, weight being lifted off your shoulders or like, like you feeling lighter. How, tell me, tell us about that. Yeah. It feels like, like, okay, now I can move forward with more, uh, more clarity, less, less baggage, which means I can um, perform optimally, I guess, in whatever, you know, whatever future endeavors. And I don't have to think in the back of my mind, like, what if this person is, you know, doing this uh, or you know, out to get me or whatever it may be. So I can move with a, with a better conscious, more clear conscious. Beautiful, beautiful. Is there anything that comes to mind that you can do in the future to help you communicate better uh, when you develop, as you're developing these relationships? Yeah, just, well, really just making sure that I am communicating um, fully, right? Um, in terms of, you know, feelings, maybe even talking about um, briefly on the past and, and giving a reason why I may operate a certain way. And, and, mm. That gives someone a more well-rounded understanding of me and vice versa. That's awesome. And then that that amount of transparency is also going to build trust as well. You always talk about trust. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. I I love it. I love it. So like uh, with you moving now in the future, that'll definitely be a a bit quite beneficial for you, for your business. Mm -hmm. Has it the hurt and disappointment ever hinder you in in relationships at all? I mean, not just business relationships, but like uh, not not, just, you know, romantic, uh, Mm -hmm. family, personal, like uh, friends and everything. Yeah, I'm always uh, absolutely. I've been more. Um, I'm always been more uh, sort of like reserved, like uh, not as uh, not always been. I'm sorry, since like feeling yeah. that kind of distrusting people. Yeah, always kind of second guessing things. Always over, not always, but oftentimes overthinking. Uh, maybe thinking of scenarios that maybe aren't there. So absolutely, mm. um, yep, relationships. Yeah, yeah. Do you see yourself changing in those relationships now that we've gone through this process? Absolutely. And I'll go into it with a, with a different mindset, uh, a mindset of communication and transparency being priority so that, um, again, we talked about that trust and um, just being better on my end. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to lie. Like you, you were, you were so enthusiastic that it caught me off guard when you got done. You're like, wow, well, how'd you do like, that? <laughs> I was like, how you do that? Like what? Like what? <laughs> Sure, like I just uh, shedded a whole layer. Like it was crazy. <laughs> Hell no! Nah. I was, was like, crazy. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I, I know you're not like full of shit, but I'm like, like, is he flogging nah, right no, now? No. Like, I'm not. I'm like, <laughs> yo, you had told me about it. And I'm like, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I'm always open to it. Then when we did it, I came out. I'm like, whoa, like. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> You're like a new person. Yeah. Once you change your perspective upon things, and especially you, like you're a very go getter. Like I, I, in the disc assessment, you're probably a you're you're def- I could see you being a D. You know what I mean? In the, the disc assessment, um, you familiar with, familiar with that? No, I'm not. Oh, so it, it's like a go get them, uh, aggressive type. Also, a, a very okay. good leader. But you know, like no time for games. Like let's go, let's go uh, uh, progress and let's go yeah, get it. Sounds about right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So right. like with like this being out of your way, mm-hmm. you just seem like somebody that's just gonna like flourish even more because of this. I appreciate that. No, oh. thank you for this. Yeah. This was dope.
Hell yeah. Hell needed yeah. Needed it. Needed it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, uh, you just never know. Like, I mean, of course, you know, but mm-hmm. also you don't know how to get this stuff out of your I, way. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Like how to go about it. Right. Yeah. 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 We always hear it, but the action steps. Yeah. Action steps have definitely moved. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Bruh, thank you so much for showing up for I your divine appointment, you. dog. Absolutely. Now, this was this was dope. This is super dope. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, with that, please get, give us and uh, give me in the audience uh, one more word of wisdom, if you will. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's a new year. You know, everyone set, mo- set out your goals, but more importantly, um, set action steps. Right. Like, you know, we're all setting goals. It's new year, new me. I want to do this. But like, what are the actual steps that you're taking to make sure that you achieve those? Because a goal without a plan is just just a dream. Right. So. Mm. No, just one one gem for everyone. Write out those action steps and, and get started ASAP. Yo, you know, you being the person that you are, man, like it, it's super inspiring. It's like consistency, 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 consistency. Mm-hmm. Get to it. Uh, everything's on me. Personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yo, it's it's that's that's motivating as hell. I'm, I got to go get to work on something right now. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, man. This is yeah. super dope. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, let me know whenever the episode's done, and I'll throw it up on my platform for sure. So let me know. Definitely will. Getting it done ASAP, too. So thank you for showing up for your divine appointment, and I'm going to talk to the audience. Thank you guys so much for your attention and your support. And, you know, if you listen to this podcast, just know that I love you all so, so much for all of that. Please consider hitting the like and subscribe button if you're on YouTube or Facebook. And if you're on a podcast platform. Give a brother five stars and some feedback as well. And right here on the Drop Your Baggage podcast, where we talk to people that are dope, that can bring you hope and show you a technique that can help you cope. I am your host, the self-talk engineer, Charles Wolfork, and our amazing guest that dropped this bag. Oh, congratulations, by the way. You are officially a baggage dropper. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> baggage dropper. Let's get it. That's Darius Benders, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, until next time, take care of yourself and take care of one another. Peace.